Welcome to the Mandalorian Podcast, the official Star Wars podcast of the Kid Commentaries Network. I'm your host, Drew Gretsch. And I'm your co-host, Owen Gretsch. Today, we know we've slept on the movie twice. Uh, we're, so these, these are our thoughts after, you know, Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, the finale of not only the sequel trilogy, but the Skywalker Saga as a whole. So we're going to start mm-hmm. off spoiler-free. I know. And then heaving the spoilers. Now, Owen, you love this movie, right? Yeah. You Amazing. love Amazing. There are definitely parts that I really love as a Star Wars fan, but there are parts that I really just don't like. Yeah. I frankly don't like, and, and we'll get more into that in spoilers, but... <clears throat> I mean, there are just things, you know, no no specifics here, no specifics or anything, but, you know, there's one part where there's a character that's going to tell something to another character, and it's like a running joke throughout the whole movie, but you never hear what it is. You never hear what 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 they're going to say to the other character. And that's the thing. And there's a continuity error there. I know, we'll, we'll talk so much more about, you know, like the behind the scenes stuff in a segment with Nick, which I which I, I recorded last night, um, yeah. So I mean, this is a special episode. We got me on the show. Owen's here. My my, my dad's gonna come on. Wedding. We've already got Nick. Uh, Alex is gonna do a segment. So yeah. So really, everyone here is just really hyped to talk about uh, the rise of Skywalker. Um, movies not for two days. Um. Two days for us, or two days, we're dropping uh, this today. We're dropping this today, yeah. Okay. Uh, Sunday the twenty second. Two days till Christmas. This is probably gonna be one of, be, gonna be one of our last shows of the decade when you think it about is it. So Christmas, yay! It's really gonna be one of our last shows of, of the decade. Uh, we got, we we may do a resistance episode today just because a new episode came out last Nine night. Or oh, no, a new episode comes out. No, it's Sunday. It's Sunday, yes. Yeah, so new episode of Resistance coming out tonight, so we'll probably won't get to that until, you know, the new year. Um, the year ends in nine days. The decade ends in nine days. Jeez. Ten days. Oh, no, yeah, nine. You're right, nine days. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, let's just, you know, talk about where did this? Where does this fit in your ranking, Owen? Mm-hmm. I think it's uh, probably... Probably number one. It's just amazing. Really? I mean, this so is good. for me. I think right now, just because I I, I want to see it again and digest the movie, it's it right now sits at my number four spot. Uh, the first is Rogue One, uh, then Revenge of the Sith, then The Force Awakens, then The Rise of Skywalker. Just because uh, I think I need to see it again. But I mean, eventually, once the film has you know I've let it sink in and everything, we'll do um um and we'll, we will do a ranking yeah. of all eleven movies. Uh, uh, one of our dad, our dad's friend, one no of their friends said he has seen it about four times, yeah, and it gets it better times. and better every time he that, watches that, it. That 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 makes me happy because yeah, critics hate it, but that's because yeah, no, I mean crit- no, I mean, look, the last Jedi, the last Jedi, um, w- received critical acclaim. People, you know, the critics love the last Jedi. It holds like a ninety-one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Now, the fans didn't like it. Um, this, and the, the critics, I mean, look, there are, are about four, there are, are less than 400 critical re- reviews the last time I checked last night for The Rise of Skywalker. Okay, so that's uh, four, so it's not even 400 people. Af- after see- seeing, um, 
After seeing the rise of Skywalker, I believe that the Last Jedi has gotten better. Yes. Um, you know there are, are things in this movie that's um I think we're we're gonna get in the spoilers in a second. That's just a huge, you know, just like biggest, you know, f u to the Last Jedi, and we're gonna get into spoilers now. So when we so when we get there, we're gonna count down from three. And if you're not gone, I'm gonna say a huge spoiler, and I and I know what what my spoiler is. Okay, Wait, so countdown from. That one? I, I don't know what you're talking about, but. Owen, yes, it's that one. Um, oh yeah. All right, so I'm I'm gonna count down from three, and if you're not gone, if if you're not gone, we're gonna spoil the movie. So, three, two, two one. one. Ray Palpatine. Yeah, Ray Palpatine. Ray Palpatine. What which thing did that reveal? Granddaughter of Sheev Palpatine. Seriously, Sheev. Sheev Palpatine. That that's a thing from the new canon. Sheev. It's weird. Yeah. Um, I don't really know. I mean, I mean, you know, the, the last what? Jedi said this beautiful thing: how how you don't have to be. Uh, you don't have to be. You know, a you don't have to be the descendant of. Anakin Skywalker, Obi-Wan Kenobi, or in this case, Emperor Palpatine, to be important. You could be your own person yeah. in this galaxy and start something new. But Kylo no, you got Ren is, was evil, and Kylo he, Ren, I, and he I don't was. Know an, what I thought of Kylo Ren in this movie. He was basically. He was a Skywalker. He is a Skywalker. He is the he he is the son of Leia Skywalker. Leia Skywalker. Well, I yeah, don't what'd like you think that. of that? What'd you think of? Well, her name I is Leia Organa yeah, because she was I don't li- I don't she was like raised by Leia the Organas. Skywalker. Actually, speaking of Leia Organa, I actually Shut just got a book. I just got that book yesterday, Wait, it, Bloodline, uh, which I cannot wait to read that one. Why I'll be reviewing a review of that why in the next few weeks. she receive training? Also, wh- how does Rey get this orange saber? Okay. Um, she made it on her own, but I mean, why the, orange? The, these, are answers that are pr- these are questions that are probably a- answered in the visual dictionary, which we do not have yet. But, Ooh. I mean, there's probably a thing in there. Y- Yellow was for the guardian. Guardian of it the more gold resist- Guardian no, of the no. resistance. Mm-hmm. Well, then Luke Skywalker was red the- because of her li- bloodline with Palpatine. Orange. Because because red, no because the yellow. new movie because the end of the movie just says like no she's not not a Palpatine she's a Skywalker because at the end of the movie uh you know the the, the old woman c- comes up to her and for a second I thought oh. It, it, it's Brew, Brew Lars, um, Luke's aunt, and I'm like, oh no, she died back in yeah. A New Hope, and death and also by, death by Boba. I she I thought that I thought that um that Ray's parents, I I thought that her father looked very f- familiar. Um, I think it's Taron Egerton who plays. Owen Lars in Attack of the Clones and and Revenge of the Sith, and we do know that he's gonna be in um, the Kenobi series. Because mm. I mean, he's he's huge now. He's been in um, he just this past summer he was in, uh, Rocket Man playing Elton John, in that movie. So he's he, he's pretty big now, and you know he really, uh, started out with Star deal. Wars. He's, he's kind of a big deal. <laughs> so the Jedi, but so. What, once we do get the the, the visual di- 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 dictionary for this movie, I, I will be going through it. And I did say, because I had pre-recorded that set segment with Nick, that um, you know we, we do talk about how when this movie about how when 
the, the novelization for this comes out in March. I'm gonna be the first sign to buy that book. That book okay. is gonna be that book will make this movie so much better because we'll hear what it, Finn was gonna tell Ray. We'll hear it, how Palpatine we survived. What was it gonna be? Was it gonna be I, I, yeah. I, I love you? Yeah, and I know. I think I know how she got orange. She was it's, very it's close golden. with Scar, Scar, the Skywalkers. Mm-mm. And what are Skywalkers? They're basically guardians uh, of the original Jedi. They, Luke, literally guarded the old, the ancient oh, Jedi text with I, I, his I don't know what I about Luke in this movie. And then the red, yellow, and red make orange. Where does the red come from? Easy. I mean, Palpatine. Look, when you make when Ray yeah. Ray turn, turning on that light lightsaber was there for no other reason than to sell toys. And you know, this is a movie that really it was even did not feel than, like an ending. It was me. even cooler than Ezra's first lightsaber, which From was Rebels? a bla- yeah, which was a blaster lightsaber, which mm. was very cool. It, it, it was cool. I don't. Bla- want- I'm gonna call it the. Lightsaber, lightsaber, blaster, lightsaber. Funny. Um, so you know we've um, there are definitely questions about this movie. Um, you know, like yeah. I really liked all the new ca- characters in this movie. I oh, really I like lo- all the new I characters. I love the repeat of the quote. Uh, the dark side of the force is a the pathway to, to many, many abilities. abilities. Some, Some consider it to be. Unnatural. I thought that was great, but you know. As I said, as you guys will, will, will hear me say with Nick, you know, later on in this podcast. His eyes were creepy. Very, his emperor, Sheev's eyes were very creepy. What I was saying with Nick was that, you know, and I, I, I completely forgot what I was going to say. Um, what was I saying before you in, interrupted? Sorry. Um, I was saying something like, Oh yeah, um, I really liked all of these new char- characters. Um, the Knights of Ren, quite underused, I think. Um, you know, Ky- Kylo Ren just took him out like that. Um, you know, I I, I just picked up the new comic, The Rise of Kylo Ren, yesterday. Um, I I read the first issue, really good. We what? hear um, and I will do a full review for that once the whole series is out in why March. Why do they not have red? Why do they not have lightsabers? They Knights do. Of Ren. Well, no, they don't. Well, you they find out in in the comic that the Knights of Ren are this ancient thing. Um, and and that, and that Kylo and like they've always, well, it it says you know long ago in at like in on on the first page of the comic. Um, Owen, if if you could go into my closet and and open up my comic book box, um, I it's 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 right there. No, go look look down. Left, left, left. No, your other left. Your other left. Owen, far left. The white box. Owen, no, no. You're in the complete wrong place. Go down. Look on the carpet. Left, left. The other left. Owen. No, no. You're an idiot. The other left. No. No. Look straight ahead. Owen, you're in the completely wrong place. Look right there. There it is. Right there in front of your eyes. Yes. Okay. Uh, First comic, the one with Ben Solo on it. There you go. There you go. The Rise of Kylo Ren. So, yeah. as you can see right here, you know, it just says, you know, long ago. And we see, see this whole thing I'm for the comic. I'm, I'm called Ren. And it seems like, you know, 
they, they call themselves, you know, they call their, their lightsaber, you know, the Wren. Um, and that seems pr- pr- pretty cool. And then, you know, the, the, it, it goes into this whole thing about, you know, like, what happened the night that, um, you know, Ka- Kylo Ren, that Ben Solo destroyed the temple this. and really did become Kylo Ren. You can read it after. And, you know, and just, you know, yeah, these new ships right here look really cool. I mean, this is like an, this is like a mix between, like, you see the Y-Wing cockpit, you see the, the S-foils of the X-Wing, and then right there, that, that's a B-Wing engine. You can read the comic when we're done, Owen. You can read the comic when we're done, Owen. But, B-Wing, the B-Wing, the first B-Wing was... Created by, was created yeah. by that guy. Yeah, Wait, was he, he was, was, was he an Ugnaught? Was he an Ugnaught? Uh, no, he was a Mon Calo. Oh, uh, okay. Well, you know, let's, um... His laser is entire Star Destroyer in, like, one blast. Yeah, um, I mean, look, I I think this comic will give us a deep dive in, in, into the Knights of Ren. I, th- I think we could see a Knights of Ren movie or, or a TV show on Disney+. Plus. They go down like punks. I mean, yeah. But like I mean, Jedi who have survived Grievous' torture. But look, I I really did like like this movie, Owen. Um, do you have any more thoughts on it? Amazing. Amazing. All right. If you, you haven't seen it, I'm sorry for the spoilers. Oh well, I mean, we gave him p- p- plenty of spoiler warning. There, there there will be spoilers throughout the rest of this podcast. All right, guys. Um, we're about to have my my dad, Chris Gretch, on the show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, sorry. we're so quick oh, ad break, and then we'll be uh we'll be right back. I see you in another life, guys. Ciao. Alright, guys. We now have Nick Denenberg here on the show ready to talk to you about Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. So what do you think of the, of the movie? Well, uh, maybe I'll have to post on your Instagram. I've got some notes. It's pretty crazy. Um, I haven't seen you guys in a while. Um, I can't wait for the finale of Mandalorian, by the way. Yeah. Um, Drew, I, I, I think I've talked to you about this, but quick side note. I was trying to finish the world's largest Lego set, which if you guys don't know is the Millennium Falcon. Is I that really the world's it. largest one? It's the, it's the world's largest Lego set. Wow. Official Lego set. Um, so I was trying to finish that for Rush Skywalker. Unfortunately, I didn't. So we'll have to put that on your Instagram or something, um, when I finish it, though. Right. So, before I go on a bit of a rant about how they kind of screwed up this movie in a way, but they really didn't, because they didn't have much to work with from the first two films, uh, I just want to address the music. Um, the John Williams score was phenomenal. I love, so Drew, you sent me a, um, a list of the music before the film released, and I didn't listen to the music because, and here's the reason I didn't listen to the music, I think part... Every every good Star Wars movie always has great music. So part of uh, getting a new Star Wars movie is getting new music. So that's why I didn't listen to it before. Exactly. So so that's, one too. I politely turned down Drew's reco- um, Drew's <laughs> uh, link to watch listen to the music huh. because I wanted to listen to it. And that if if I had listened to the music beforehand, I would have hated the movie. Hands down, I listening to the music again. No matter how crappy of a scene, and there were, like, every scene was kind of mediocre in this movie, no matter how crappy of a scene, if you have good music, good Star Wars music, it just, it, there's something that just makes you so excited about that. Yeah, I, I feel the same thing. Let me just try to, let me just try, try to get, uh, Spotify going right now, and just, we can get Spotify up and running and everything. This, this may take a bit, so I'll just do, work on this in the background. But, Nick, I've already... 
already given my thoughts on the movie about how well you guys have heard it all so i mean you know, oh yes again. so what what did you think of the movie like we've already touched on you know this is not a trilogy no roadmap at all they they should have had a like a meeting with all of the writers directors to sit down and have make this a trilogy this okay, is not so a trilogy i was listening to uh so here i'm just i got a whole checklist of things we're going to talk about so i guess let's just go with the trilogy first so obviously first movie jj abrams second movie rian johnson Ryan. third movie was supposed to be um colin tomorrow from uh, from jurassic uh world and i just i i at this point i would have kind of liked to see him his version of the movie just because if you're gonna make it three movies like some sort of call of duty activision deal then you gotta make it three different directors it's just kind of uneven however i liked them bringing in jj abrams yes so there's no complaint there he he's he was very open about being brought in late into the production of this movie I'm, it is I'm, clear this is a Colin Trevorrow movie outline of a movie and then came in and then peer edited by JJ Abrams and that's what saved this movie. No I, This movie would have this movie would have been delayed a year if JJ Abrams wasn't brought in. I mean look this movie was already de delayed. It was the or the original release date for all five of these new films was in May. Not it, it, it was never, you know, December. You know, Star Wars is all has always been a May thing. Yeah. Until t 2015, the only one that came out in May was Solo, and we saw what happened with that. I watched it again. Anybody like at first? Because I just like I've just heard rumors. I hadn't watched it until a couple weeks ago. Anybody who says any per person who calls themselves a Star Wars fan and says Solo isn't good anymore. Um, I guess there are different types of I mean, look, Star Wars fans, but, look, you know... You can, you can absolutely be a Star Wars fan and have know, there be a piece of Star Wars content that you don't like. I don't like a, a, Attack of the Clones. That doesn't mean I, I, I'm not a Star Wars fan. Okay, yeah, I, I just... It frustrates me sometimes. So, but that's... Here's the other thing is, is that Disney, when... I just want to talk about the predictability the quality of this movie, I guess. I'm so used to watching predictability of this movie. Disney has been doing a great job with Marvel, and I think they have succeeded far, 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 far more with Marvel than they have Star Wars. There's no question about that. Yeah. I mean, obviously, everybody has different opinions, but there's no question to me that they've done a better job with Marvel, and here's the reason why. Marvel is allowed to have predictability predictability because there's 23 films i can predict a, a, a ton of scenes from marvel i can predict what they're saying almost and i touched on that in my podcast uh shout out another marvel podcast um i touched on that that there's predictability predictability but you know that's allowed in marvel and it's allowed somewhat in star wars but uh just it was way too predictable in this movie i feel yeah. like if you want a redemption after creating two films that were, in my opinion, just a collage of Easter eggs, then I don't, I don't know how you can make this movie predictable, and that's exactly what they did. They made it predictable. Now, I I have said that you know this movie would have been so much better if it was not three films but four. 
You know, you have episode 9 be cleaning up The Last Jedi, and then have episode 10 be basically the last hour and a half of this. Because for me, I felt like up until, you know, spoiler alert, as a, a, again, up until the reveal of Ray Palpatine, it, it feels like it's JJ's Empire Strikes Back. And then it can't be Return of the Jedi until after that point, you know? Yeah. This movie felt like a, like, they were set up for failure, let's be honest. Um, the, uh... When, you know, uh, when, when you have this trilogy structure, and when the fans would be so mad if it wasn't a trilogy structure, and you spend the whole time cleaning up the mess the last one made... That's just the biggest F you to all the people who supported you and said The Last Jedi was the best. Yeah. And it's... I mean, the I mean, like, look. You, you can't please everybody. And this is a movie that was trying to please everybody. And here's the thing, is... And to some extent, I mean, you gotta give Disney credit. They're working with a ton of storylines and so you gotta get I, I know your dad said this originally like in your first review they're working with a ton of storylines and we need to come in with this open-minded but then again we're star wars fans this is kind of a slap Twi- in the face this tw- twitter exists <sighs> and <laughs> you know and i was thinking to myself this just morning back in in 2015 i was 10 years old seeing The Force Awakens for the first time with my dad. I didn't even realize that. 2015. And, and you know, and, and just seeing... And just, you know, being mesmerized by, the, by, by this world that we were just thrown into with The Force Awakens. I still love The Force Awakens. I still absolutely adore Rogue One. Rogue One is my favorite Star Wars film. Oh, I 100% love Rogue One because they can't screw up a storyline there because they're creating their own storyline. Exactly, and 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 but Solo, Solo is different. Solo, you you had you had a brand new director brought in a year out. So Solo, the behind the scenes stuff was awful. You they, they brought in an acting coach for Alden Ehrenreich. There, Solo was a great movie. I loved Solo. I love Solo. I love the uh, lead actor. Um, so here, now let me say a couple things. Um, the Force Awakens for me, because I, by that time I'd seen the original trilogy at least three or four times. So I, The Force Awakens, I think I, I left for 15 minutes to just get popcorn because I didn't even care at that point. Huh. For me, and so here's the thing, is uh, Disney has a lot of ends to tie up by creating this trilogy, ending the Skywalker saga, saga, whatever. But, they were most definitely. I am completely convinced they were mostly concerned about the mass public, not Star Wars fans, and that's the problem here. You can't call this a trilogy. Give it three different directors, and then also care more about just common people—not not common people, but the majority of people. Rather the, the, than the, the casual movie-going audience. And call it—it's like a flipping cameo appearance of movies. It's like what. The, the Force Awakens for me was a s- complete slap in the face. I hated it. Wow. And the Last Jedi was not horrible. I did not mind the Je- Last Jedi. 
And and I and now after the rise of Skywalker, I lo- I I actually kind of, I like the rise of Skywalker, I, but that I like ruined too. the Last Jedi for me because the Last Jedi completely contradicts everything the Rise of Skywalker says and stands for, and it's ridiculous. Yeah, I, lo- I mean, no. once I get to the Last Jedi, I hated it, and then I watched the Last Jedi and I was like, okay, this is actually pretty good. Um, Rian Johnson, I don't like the director switch, but you know she did a good job, whatever. And then um. We're coming into 2019 with another director, and then J.J. Abrams comes in. And I love what J.J. Abrams did. He did not have much of a choice being brought in late to this movie. However, it completely contradicts The Last Jedi. It ruined The Last Jedi for me. And The Force Awakens was already slapped in the face. The Rise of Skywalker is the only good movie to come out of this trilogy. Alright. Well, I mean, when you have... The, the Last Jedi, and I, I, I am planning a rewatch of this quote-unquote trilogy for some time in March or April, you know, once they're all on digital. The, the Last Jedi... Yeah, so... The, hang on. The Last Jedi is, is going to feel very strange in between two J.J. Abrams movies. J.J. A- Abrams is a person that believes in embracing your past and and letting it guide you but ryan johnson literally believes in killing the past and letting it die and when you have one of my main problems with the rise of skywalker and i I, and after sleeping on it i like this movie so much more i feel as though luke's scene when he catches the lightsaber and is like that's no way to treat a Jedi's weapon. He literally threw it behind, <laughs> over his shoulder. He <sighs> threw it over his shoulder in The Last Jedi. People learn... Okay, here's the other thing I hated about The Last Jedi, and then I want to get on to the actual plot of this movie, because we don't have a ton of time here. No, we don't. I know you have some other friends coming on this yeah. podcast. And I want to get through all these notes. So, um... The Last Jedi, the thing that pissed me off the most, I did not mind that movie until The Rise of Skywalker came out, and then now I hate no. it. No, I mean, yeah. How, and how in the flipping world does Rey get trained in, in a matter of a day or two? Are you talking, wait, I mean, look, look the time jump between <sighs> Rise of Skywalker and The Last Je- Jedi is a year. No, 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 I'm not, I'm, I'm talking about oh. specifically in The Last Jedi when he trains her. Oh, yeah, he, he doesn't train her. Um, Ridiculous. And- and and I, and as I was saying on um an, another Mar- Marvel podcast, it it was a um and you know this movie is going to be so much better once the book comes out in March. I'm so, I'm, I'm gonna be first in, in in line to buy the book. Um, we'll we'll, we'll probably I, find I, out what I Finn was you. gonna tell Ray. We'll find out. I hope so. We'll find out how Palpatine survived. Just so many open-ended questions. Like this you know, was what and 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 I do want to start talking about what I loved about the film because I, I did love a lot of things in this movie. Yeah, it felt like an apology video for me. It felt like it felt like a collage of Easter eggs. So the first two, the first two in this theory, in this trilogy were completely out of the line, not for Star Wars fans. I, I will stay confident on that. These the first two were not made for Star Wars fans. Third movie, they you know they added the Death Star, they added some other stuff. This was a collage of Easter eggs. 
I liked this movie a lot more than I liked the other ones because it was made as an apology video, kind of, for Star Wars fans. That's fine. That's to totally fine. But if you're going to do that, then you have to have a fourth film to then give it a chance to tell its own story. This movie would, would be so much be better had it been split into two parts. I think I agree with you. Or the other thing is, is because here's the thing is, Disney is not taking, they're not taking accountability on this. No. They're they're if I was Disney and I had some sort of accountability, I would have said, you know what? We screwed up the first two films. We're moving the release date back a year. And we're giving you guys a three and a half hour movie like Endgame. We're tying up every single loose end. We're setting up for maybe an individual movie in the future. Jonna. And, I, I want to see a Jonna movie. But they're not doing that. So they didn't take that accountability. They, and so, they are doing that. We'll, but they didn't set it back. They didn't give us a better movie in the sense, I don't know. Thank I mean, you look, so many questions. there will be more Star Wars mo mo movies. There's no denying that. We already have three films set for 2022, 2024, and 2026. I know, but... We are getting an announcement for the 2022 film sometime next month. Is it announced? Are they going to make it a trilogy? I hope not. Um, well, at, well, you know, Benioff and Weiss left the project. There yes. is no way... In hell, in in Exegol, I should say, there is no way in Exegol that Ryan Johnson is getting that trilogy. Knives so, Out could win Best Picture. That trilogy is not happening. I do. I love Knives Out. That's a video I, I, I haven't seen it, but I I, I do want to see it. Um, Knives Out is an amazing movie. So I here's what I want to do. I think Disney should do is they make a single movie with new characters. They kind of because they've ended the Skywalker saga, so they do the same thing that they did with this trilogy, but they take depth, and, and they make it a good movie, and if they get good feedback on that, then they turn it into a trilogy, but they only turn it into a trilogy yes. after the first movie has released. That's exactly what happened with the or original trilogy, because if you remember, A New Hope was supposed to be a total bomb. It, it yeah. opened up in 32 theaters across America. That's... A little bit more than one for every other state. That's okay. So and 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 that's the only Star Wars film to have a beginning, a middle, and an end. I guess you could say that this mo movie has one. Well, I mean, Rogue One has one. Um, actually, no, it doesn't, because you know, got the setup with Leia and everything. Solo was supposed to have a sequel, but that bombed. Um, no. That, that's what they should do. The, I'm much more hopeful for the future of Marvel at this point. So, so I. I want to start talking about the plot at this point. I like the actors in this movie. They did good with what they were given. No, I... I this... Is the, these three heroes, Rafin and Poe, by Return of, of the Jedi, Leia, Luke, and Han are a family. By Revenge of the Sith... Anakin and Obi-Wan are brothers in arms. Mm -hmm. It it seems like these three just genuinely don't like each other. Well, here's the thing. is That's I thought, fine for a Deadpool movie. That's not fine for Star here's, Wars. Well, here's the thing. Rey and Kylo, they, that's where they're... Now, whether or not it's a good thing, that's where their acting shines the best is when they have their 
um, Skypes. They're they're uh, the force times. The the uh, yeah. the force time. The FaceTime, whatever you want to call it. And it's called so, force time. <laughs> when they um. It's force time now. That's where their acting the shines the best. Now they're still following a script somewhat at that point, so it's not their fault that what is being communicated to us is complete bullcrap and that they should be more of a family. However, what they're given with, their acting's amazing, and I, I think that's, I think they did good, and they shine best when Ray and Kylo had their force times. I thought that too. And then, and then Disney decided to completely screw it all up and make them kiss at the end. That was so weird. It, we, we, we never had, I, I, I honestly don't know why that happened. I was waiting for Michael. I was waiting for Michael Scott to pop up and make some like that's what she said joke. Like, it was that <laughs> awkward and like, what the heck? I thought like Finn maybe or something. Finn and Rose. Uh, well they did did that and, and everyone hated it. Finn, I like that Disney Finn, had Jana, There was nothing there. Um, the the lesbian kiss. That's great. I said it last night. Everyone deserves a chance to get them to get to see themselves representative represented on the big screen in a Star Wars movie. Dude, last night I was laughing when you were like, um, Finn and Poe. You thought it was gonna be Finn and Poe. I I did. I thought it was gonna be Finn and Poe. Well, well, that, so I was just laughing at the start because I was like, that's ridiculous. But I was looking back at the plot of the movies last night. I was like. They actually kind of set it up like that. You go back and you watch The Force Awakens, and, you know, there there's that moment when Finn and Poe are reunited at on the Resistance base on Dakar. Poe, you know, bites his lip and, and says that the jacket looks good on Finn. People took that as meaning that, oh, uh, they're going to be gay. Okay, so I want to get through the rest of my notes so that we have time to... Um, add your other friends into this um, podcast or whatever. So, I thought, so, uh, another announcement, I will be doing a Fallen Order review. So far, I've been, I'm about, like, a quarter of the way through the game. (laughs) A quarter of the way through it. (laughs) I love the game, and I love the dialogue, and honestly, this movie felt like, it felt like, like, you know, like, those points in the video game where you, like, complete the task, and then you turn it in, and then there's, like, this weird-ass, like, scene... This right. movie felt like a, a video game, though. It felt like a video game completely. It felt like a very, yeah, you have, very, you very have well to go done. To the place. You have to go to the place to get the thing to Bring it back. to hear the to hear the words to go find the guy to get the, the thing back again to go find the ultimate Sith. It felt finger. like it felt like Assassin's Creed Fallen Order and like and. And, um, I don't know, like, Jumanji, like, the, the cinematic filming of Jumanji had a baby. Because, like... If, if you needed... Sp- if you needed to extend the runtime, you have Maz, because Ma, Maz was in it. Maz yep. was in it. You have Maz explain how she got that lightsaber. Back well, in the thank you! Because she was like, a good qu- question for a- another time. Well, that would be, well that the would saga's be like done. Funny... The saga's done. We still don't know. Well, maybe you find out in, in that Bose a- AR Star Wars thing on the Star Wars app. I haven't done it. I'm, I'm not going to do it. I don't want Bose headphones, even if they're Star Wars related. I I just... The, this trilogy ne- needed a roadmap. 
it it needed okay to be a trilogy. That's, so that's all I have to say about it. And and I liked this movie. The the time will come when we've moved past all this to talk about how this wasn't a, a trilogy. But right now, I just, I just want to talk about the movie. Okay, so two more things. Um, that I want to say, and then I'm gonna go through with the rest of my notes. Um, if Disney were listening listening to this podcast right now, I'd tell them two things. One, what the heck are you doing with these movies? Get your act together. Take some accountability. And just, I don't know, do something with what what you have left, which is not much, and we a crippling Star Wars fan base. We still have the Mandalorian. Yes, which they're doing a good job of. And then, also, most Star Wars, and most Marvel movies, most any movie dealing with some sort of, like, forces, because th- that's one of the biggest problems with this movie, is it is complete contradiction to the first two trilogies, um, is that they usually have a, a committee of people and their main job is remembering every single post-credit scene, every single comic, every single thing said about the Force, and exactly they, what the Lucasfilm Story Group should be doing. And there's, there, I feel like they just that job wasn't even in this. Like they didn't even hire people for this movie to tell them how much they're contradicting. They're just like, all right, well, go make three Star Wars films. You know, they'll they'll love it either way. You know, one, one was great, one was the most controversial film ever that caused another film to do awful, and that was a good movie. And, and then one of them was just okay. So, the second thing I would say to Star Wars is, um, Maz, you need to give a Star Wars theory the rights to how um, she got the Luke Skywalker. Yeah, he would do a great job with that. That would be super funny. Have you also, seen his his Vader fan film? Yes. So I, I have not seen it yet. I watched part of it, and then I fell asleep. Um, not because it was boring, because I was super tired. <laughs> it's only 16 minutes long. You gotta watch it. It's so good. It's like, it's, it's like I watched like movie. the first four minutes. So I'm super excited. I think I love that channel. Um, I, want, I love their What If videos. Also, I think they should give them... Because at this point... The fans need to be given control of these movies because this is just bull crap. Uh, they need to give, um, they need to give what Finn would say to Star Wars Theory too. They need to give those two rights to Star Wars Theory. That would be amazing. I, I, if if they're giving it stuff to fans, and I've written fan fiction, I've written Bothans, I'd love to do a Star Wars film. They need to get people like John Favreau. John Favreau doing a Star Wars movie. He's so passionate. We've seen what we've seen what he's done with the Mandalorian. I'd be all over a John Favreau directed Star Wars movie starring Only Baby Yoda or or even Baby Jar Jar Binks. Here's here's there's two problems with that. I would love a John Favreau Star Wars trilogy, kind of. Only if they did that, we're gonna release one movie, and if they like it, it becomes a trilogy. Yes. Only if they use that. And here's the other thing: is I love I love the Mandalorian. But I have not had one single Star Wars fan call up to me and talk about it yet. I've only had my non-Star Wars friends talk about Baby Yoda. That's great. That means that people are watching the show. I understand, but at the same time, it kind of means Disney's still targeting an audience. Like, we just... Can we have a film that's labeled Star Wars fans only? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, there there are, are people who are Star Wars fans... Because that at the end of the day, go and watch everything. Because at the end of the day, Disney is a business, so 
they can't please everyone, and they can please a little bit of everybody. So, I, I don't know. That's, they, they got, that's not, we can't help everything, so, um. You know, and, uh, and Kathleen Kennedy was saying just last month, you know, we don't have comic books. We don't have 800-page novels to base our films off of. That's what I, mean, I was going to say. You, you, you do. Say what you mean to say is that you don't have source material. Because I'm holding a Star Wars novel in my hand right now. Battlefront 2 Inferno Squadron. Um, now, that's a Star Wars book. You got comics. Yeah. I'm loving. Like, I just read uh, The Rise of Kylo Ren number one. You have comics. You, oh, dude, you, wiped out, you wiped out the future of Star Wars. You wiped out the past of Star Wars with all the KOTOR stuff, Knights of the Old Republic, that you can absolutely... I hope that this new tr trilogy for 2023 20, through 26 is all about the Knights of the Old Republic. That would be a great that. story. That could, that could be where you have the chance to do a Marvel-style cinematic universe. Because okay, that's the I... kind of thing where you can have all of these different franchises crossing over into each other. You know, you can have your own Darth Bane pentology. You can have you can have your main, you know, Knights of the Old Republic Disney Plus series. Okay, that's the so... time to do what Marvel's doing. Not here. Not when you're rebooting the, the franchise after the prequels. I... I agree, but then again, I don't want to see something like exactly like Marvel for Star Wars because it's a different thing. Because you don't, you have source material. Don't get me wrong; books came first. Books are great. However, you don't have as much source material. And here's the thing: they don't have source source material. They don't have source material at all. Like for Star Wars, none of these movies were based off of books. I mean, yes, going forward. And here's the problem I have with that: you have is elements from the old books brought in, let like force. Projection in the Last Jedi, like, uh, like this whole, um, uh, f like the whole Palpatine having his like the Final Order is heavily based off of the Dark Empire comic series, which I have to ca See, get caught up on. Here's the problem I have though: is that in my opinion, I love J.J. Abrams and I love um what, what Ryan Johnson did with this with the movies in the sense that what with what they were given. They were giving way too much creative freedom, though. Too much. Star Wars, Star Wars is not a movie that's supposed to be given directors creative freedom. When you have 40, 50, I don't know how long Star Wars has been going. I'm 42. Not, I I, actually, there, there was a reference to that uh, where, where uh, you know, when they're on Pasana, like, during the festival, and three people's like, it, it, it happens once every 42 years. I'm like, oh, that's how many years Star Wars has been a thing. Okay, yeah, so 42 years. You don't give a franchise, you don't give directors that kind of creative freedom. You let the committee have ultimate veto power over everything in that darn movie, and this movie does not become a giant contradiction. Exactly. It's ridiculous. Both and of if you're going to give a director creative freedom, you give them the creative freedom for all three trilogies, and I don't care, the committee still gets veto freedom. Yeah, and look, the, the, the OT was so good. Because no one had ever seen it before. There, there had never been anything like Star Wars before. You know, the the first huge sequel to a movie was The Empire Strikes Back. That was the first really big sequel. Uh -huh. Now, when you go... 
to the prequels. Now, 20 years later, people love the prequels. I have yet to, to rewatch the prequels on Disney+, Plus. I'm super excited to redo that, because I... I those mo movies are okay. I, I love Revenge. I like of the prequels. Re Revenge of the Sith is my second favorite Star Wars mo movie, right after Rogue One. Now, the problem with the prequels when they came out is that there was nobody there to tell George Lucas no. That's the problem when you have, you know, one of the most beloved franchises in Hollywood. In Han Lucas films, I like I know that Han Lucas. If I was George Lucas right now, I'd be pissed for them putting my name on that. He's pissed. He's pissed. You put have, George. Have, have you seen his videos of like with that colliders do, doing these like deep fake Lu Lucas videos? They're hysterical because no. that's exactly what he's doing right now. Like, like I'm starting a Twitter storm completely if they put Lucas films in another one of those darn movies until they clean it up. Oh, so they have to. Let's get on. It's still the studio. This, the the mm -hmm. studio is called Lucasfilm. I know, but it's just like so annoying because George Lucas should not be remembered for these movies. So let's talk about because this movie was a giant contradiction. Not like, these movies have been like, like the last Je Jedi was was the biggest f u to the Force Awakens, and the Rise of Skywalker was the biggest f u to the Last Jedi. I I still really like Rise of Skywalker. I still really like Rise of Skywalker. So, The Last Jedi was an attempt to please Star Wars fans, which pleased them for the moment, but then when we saw The Rise of Skywalker, we are like, okay, Disney can actually give us more, which meant The Last Jedi deserves to burn in flames, and that's not Ryan Johnson's fault, I don't think. I mean, he's only given so much, but he's still given too much. It's I mean, kind of like a complicated web of things. It needs to be more like the Marvel movies, where it's like, you know, when Kevin Feige is like... Alright, James Gunn, here is, you can have complete creative control for Guardians of the Galaxy Vol, 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 Volume 2. But this need, need, needs to happen, this need needs to happen, and Thanos needs to be teased in this movie. You don't have to show him, and just tease him. That's, that's what they need to do with Star Wars. And here's the other thing is, they have a committee for Marvel, but why, like, the comics serve as a committee, and... So Star Wars, they were the directors were given too much control, but they're and I think directors should be given a ton of control in Star Wars movies, but not the wrong type of control. They were given control over complete storylines, complete past. They contradicted many force, like the rules of the force and everything, which is ridiculous. They were given the wrong type of control. And and you know and in JJ's defense, he gave his rough draft for The Last Jedi to Ryan Johnson, and Ryan jo Johnson threw it away. Because he wanted to tell his own Star Wars movie about letting the past die, and you know, and the the time for that is in a movie like Solo, in a movie like Rogue One. It's Thank not, you! It's not, the time for that is not in a direct continuation. Oh my lord, I would have, now I'm just saying, I would have loved... J.J. Abrams to be given this trilogy with more restrictions. We need to put him on restrictions mode. <laughs> um, however, uh, Ryan Johnson, I would have loved him to do something like, not Rogue One, but something no, Rogue like One was, that. was perfect. Don't hurt Rogue One. But um, something no, like that. A, a movie like, you know, in 
you know, 10 years or so, there could be a Star Wars movie. It's like 3,000 years in the future. And it's about the people that find Luke and Leia's lightsaber. But here's the thing is, at this point, Ryan Johnson with The Last Jedi, no matter how much... And like another one. He, he's no matter how much it wasn't his fault and it was his fault, he's not. I don't think he deserves another chance. No. Um, nobody thinks he deserves another chance. I don't think it was his fault completely, but he still doesn't deserve another chance. Do you I actually that, want to move on with some of my bullet points now. Um, do you think that people... I mean, like, he's, he's said that he's wanted to direct an episode of The Mandalorian, which he would not be writing. He'd be directing it. He's uh. been to set for The Mandalorian. I'd be fine to give him, you know, the chance to direct an episode. But when you throw away J.J. Abrams' final copy of the last... It the final copy. It was just, like, like bullet points on what... I don't care. You don't just throw away J.J. Abrams. I don't know. I feel like he's kind of disrespected Star Wars fans a little bit. It's not completely his fault, but, you know, I don't know. I don't think we should give him the chance to direct it. I was surprised when I saw the last year. I'm like, oh, wow, this is a different kind of Star Wars movie. This is a Star Wars film that is going to, you know, test the boundaries. It's going to... Okay, final side note, and then I kind of actually want to move on with my bullet points. So, um, I I kind of miss, like, the nostalgic feel of, like, not amazing cinematography from the first movies. Yeah. Like, it's kind of weird, because, like, I I swear I've seen those movies at least five or six times, like, the original ones. I've seen the Colors, like, once or twice, but the or, original the ones, movie like... or the series? No, the, no, I'm not talking about the series. I have not seen the Colors series. But I'm talking about series. the original so movies. <laughs> okay, I'll watch it, I promise. Good. <laughs> but I'm talking about the original trilogy. Um, I love that kind of, like, nostalgic kind of feel to the movie and so like when you have such great like i'm sounding kind of weird at this point but when you have such great definition it kind of takes away from the original star wars now do i have a question for you do you think like the opening like like explanation i don't know what it's called like the yellow the, letters the crawl, do you think that was short crawl? that was pretty short this time i mean yeah like i mean like it was over by the time we got to the by like by the time we got to the dun 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 dun, dun by the second by like, the third part, like oh that was annoying. Like all you could at least you could have given us the long like yellow wording thing, whatever. So okay, let's move on to the bullet points. Um, my the main the major contradiction. Um, I didn't mind like the like the Ray's response with "I am all of the Jedi," but that's not how the Force works. Like like when the, like when um Palpatine says. I am every single Sith inside of myself. Like, that's not how the Force works. Well, how, well, how do you know that, how the Force works? It's just, it's just like, over the years, like, they've perceived it to be completely different. It's just, it, it's kind of annoying. Like, they could have just, like, come up with a different quote. I mean, yeah, and, you know, and I did turn to Owen, and I was like, you know, and I am Iron Man. Of, of, of course, they weren't copying Mar- Mar- Marvel. You know, this movie had wrapped by 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 the time Avengers Endgame had come out. So yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't like that. Like they're kind of spread. Like for people who aren't Star Wars fans, they're all like, "Oh, they can like hear all the Jedi." And I I don't know. It's just, I mean, oh well, actually, no. Let's talk about all those Je- Jedi that were there because I've got. That was I've pretty got cool. Fact. I mean, like 
and you don't know all of them because you don't want to watch the animated series. Um, so, alright, so the Jedi we got, um, alright, hang on, let me just, I'm on IMDb right now. We got, um, alright, Hayden Christensen as Anakin Skywalker, Olivia Dabo as L Luminera Unduli, Ashley Eckstein as Ahsoka Tano, J Jennifer Hale as Ayla Secura, Samuel L. Jackson as Mace Windu. <laughs> yes, let's go. Uh, Ewan McGregor as o Obi Wan. They used uh, archived Alec Guinness stuff for o o Obi Wan. Frank Oz as Yoda. Uh, Freddie Prince Jr. as Kanan Jarrus from Rebels. Uh, Liam Neeson as Qui-Gon Jinn. Oh, um, Liam Neeson. <laughs> yeah, that was great. And I do think that we'll see, like, a full-on Qui-Gon Jinn Force Ghost in the Kenobi series. I would love that. Um, so, now let's talk about her using the last name Skywalker. And I think we kind of disagree on this. I'm totally fine with that. That's great. She did not Oh, uh, I was waiting for her to say Palpatine, because here's the thing. It's the whole... If there's any message from this movie, it's where it, you like where you come from, like like it like your blood doesn't matter. So like I thought she was gonna be like Palpatine because it really doesn't matter what her last name is because she can always choose good. Like the message is no matter your blood or your history, you can always choose good. I mean, so I was like, also, I mean yes, that is true. But there's also that law element. I mean, if that old woman turned to, to, to the authorities and, like, yeah, she said that she was a Palpatine, I mean... But she's the leader of the flipping resistance. Like, I... Like, is she, though? Poe and Finn and Poe didn't know she was a a, a... a Palpatine. Everyone that knew that she was a Palpatine is dead. I don't know. It's just, like, it's, like, one of those things where... Like, down the road, like, in a couple weeks from now, I want to do, like, like, sit down and think about this comment, because, like, I don't know, it's just, I was thinking for her to just say, like, Ray or, like, but when she said Skywalker, for some reason it just sounded unnatural, I don't know. Yeah. But I there's will... so many motives behind that, like, they could have just left that out, she could have just said Ray, and that would have been, like, a better thing, like, th like, here's the... Here's, it comes down to J.J. Abrams probably added that in thinking that was going to keep people talking about this movie because that like that's all I can think about from this Sa movie. Sadly, that's not why. I know, but I, just... I'm thinking about this movie of, you know, just the third act. I loved the third act of this movie. My, minus the kiss. That was... Oh my god, I hated that. Alright, well, you know what? My computer's about to die, so, Nick, any la last thoughts? Don't worry, yes. th there is more to this podcast. We have a whole set segment with Alex coming up. Don't worry about that, guys. Okay, I'm going to say this very fastly. Okay, so first, follow me on another Marvel podcast. Second, um, bridge scene. They needed to have a parent talking to Ray, or, sorry, Kyle Ren. So, it was supposed to be, I think it was supposed to be Leia, but they changed it to Harrison Ford because she died. That's my opinion on this. Scriptless oh crap. Scriptless crap. Um, she, um, uh, Maz, I didn't need to have an explanation for how she got the lightsaber. Also, I don't, I don't know, I don't know how I feel about Ray um, bearing the lightsabers. Um, the name choice was very stupid. And then the Emperor, um, that was a very big contradiction in this movie. A lot of stuff he said was very contradiction to stuff that's been said in other movies and novels and everything. That's the last part. 
also, I'm very interested in, um, I'm pretty sure Leia was supposed to be talking to Kylo Ren on the bridge. She absolutely but, was. Uh, but I, I liked how, how they used, um, archive footage of her, and I, I, I think at this point, with any major franchise, when an actor signs with Marvel or Star Wars, they have them say a database of at least a thousand words so that they can pull the, pull clips when, if they die. Because they're famous people. People are going to die, especially if you're famous. All right, yeah. So I love what they did with the Harrison Ford and Leia. It had to be apparent. I would have been so pissed if it was anybody Wait, did but you Harrison ju- Ford. Wait, did you say that you have a greater chance of dying if, if you're famous? Yes. <laughs> That's literally what you just said. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. I've been talking for a while, but I love oh my, what they did. Uh, it had to be apparent talking to Kylo Ren, changing him to a uh, Jedi spirit, so. Yeah. That's right. that's well, my, Also, the kiss was bullcrap. All right. Yeah, yeah. My computer's making making some weird noises. I'm scared that it's about to blow up. All right. Another Marvel. Like this, like this entire trilogy. All right. Bye bye. <laughs> All right. Bye 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 bye, Nick. All right. Uh, Alex Edwards on next. All right, guys. Uh, we're back. Sadly, you know, neither my dad nor um, Alex could be here in person on the show. We will get my, uh, my dad back on to give his thoughts, you know, once we've seen it again in a week or two. But we do have uh, an email from Alex, uh, which I'm going to read now. He says, Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker Review. Uh, full spoiler alert. Uh, Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker was overall a great movie, but I do have some critiques about some parts of the movie. First off, the plot started off a little too fast and didn't give me enough time to process what happened. For example, I didn't have any time to process where and why Finn and Poe were in the Millennium Falcon at the beginning and also the main threat. Palpatine felt a a little rushed. Second, there were some things that were left unexplained, like the slug alien that was in the Millennium Falcon at the beginning and the ice world base that they were on at the beginning. I also don't understand why General Hux would want Kylo Ren to lose the war if he worked for Kylo, but maybe I missed something in a previous movie. Third, some of the character arcs were left changed in a very small way, and some were just plain out confusing. Some characters like Finn and Poe have not changed at all during the movies, while others have changed very little. Kylo becoming Ben again was a little unbelievable, even with Leia guiding him through the change. Fourth, I feel like they added too many new characters, and I didn't that I didn't even have the have the chance to remember the names of. All these new char- characters convoluted the movie a little bit and made it a little confusing to watch. I feel like the main I feel like the reason they made all these new ca- characters is to market new toys and possibly even make D- Disney Plus originals out of them, based off of the popularity of the Mandalorian. Overall, I think Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker is a great ending to the Star Wars saga with all the characters being where they belong. Great email, Alex. Um, Alright, first off, uh, you mentioned the slug al- alien. Uh, they, he, he was covered in one of the comics. His name is Claude, and uh, he ends up with the resistance with, uh, due to um, an enlistment problem with Chewbacca. Um... I, I do think the crawl did deal, like, the opening crawl did explain where, um, you know, Finn and, why Finn and Poe were on the Falcon. It was because they were, um, and they, uh, it, it said, like, uh, they needed, like, Leia's 
sent out her, her top eight, eight agents to, like help deal with this Palpatine threat. Um, yeah, I the movie definitely felt very rushed. Um, you know, and I as I just said with Nick, I I don't want to get too into the whole you know this trilogy shouldn't have happened type thing. We've already talked about that enough. Uh, yeah, so, but definitely that's correct. Ice World, just a, another planet. Uh, Hux, thing with Hux, um, that was set up in The Last Jedi. Um, you know, there, he, he was always, you know, more of, you know, the guy. Hux has always reminded me a lot of, of Dwight Schrute in the sense that he is, you know, always ready to take over. No one really li- likes him, and he's just kind of there, you know? Um, and he just, I mean, that's how much, you know, the First Order is, you know, dying off because, you know, we got people inside the First Order that want to, um, you know, really take out other people in the First Order. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, Kylo be- becoming Ben, that was set up a little bit in The Last Jedi. He definitely, I, I think that the main reason that the, that the main audience is okay with Kylo Ren turning light is because, you know, it was Harrison Ford as Han Solo, and that, I feel like, that was his greatest sin that, you know, just the casual movie-going audience knows about, so there's that aspect of it, too, um, you know, and just, like, if if Han's like, it's okay, I I forgive you, I feel like then, you know, the rest of us can forgive him as well. Yeah, a a whole lot of new characters, uh, Zori Bliss, Allegiant General Pride, Jana, Dio, um, who else was new in this movie? Uh, Babu Frick, uh, Beaumont Ken. Beaumont was, like, not in this movie at all. That was the, um, he was the, um, he, he was, uh, Dom- Dominic Monaghan's character. Um, yeah, I do think that was a pretty good ending of the saga. So, Alright, thanks for that great review, Alex. Um, I think that's about it for today's show. We are the Mandalorian Podcast, but this will be dropping in the Kid Commentaries feed as well. Also, make sure you check out the Cinema Soundtrack Podcast, available wherever podcasts are found. And Bothans is also getting on all the platforms right now. Um, you can find us on Instagram at Kid Commentaries Network. You can find me on Instagram at DrewGrutch2028. You, you want to send us a, an email, send it to mandalorianpodcast at gmail.com. That's mandalorianpodcast at gmail.com. Five, five-star review. We get a, a five-star review. We read it here on the show. And people will, will be looking for new Star Wars podcast. So make sure you do that. Um, yeah, we got a new episode of Resistance tonight. Probably won't cover that until the new year. Mandalorian finale on Friday. We're going to talk about that with Nick. Nick's going to be back on the show. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening, and uh, may the force be with you.